up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups, where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliances. That's right, and I have the best job in the world, and I get to share it with you as we uncover secrets of heroes. That's right. Later on in the show, believe it or not, we have somebody that can tell you about your future from the kiss, from your kiss, and that's Anita Miranda, the celebrity kiss reader, and many other heroes that are coming on later. And by the way, thank you for the feedback we had when I interviewed the publisher of Forbes magazine. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. It is the only place where entrepreneurs align. Well, I got to tell you, I think that this is one of the first. We have the CEO of a company, are you ready for this, that is celebrating their 100 years in business. Now, how is that possible? Well, we've got with us the CEO of Rosenden, Mike Greenewalt. You could go to Rosenden at R-O-S-E-N-D-I-N.com. Mike, first of all, talk about a company that you're the CEO of that's been around for 100 years. How is that like even possible? Because how many, what, 99% of companies don't make it past five years? Yes, and let alone we're an electrical contracting company, so they're typically in and out within five or ten years. Uh, we've got a tremendous story to tell, and it comes from our founder, Moses. Moses Rosenden. It's real. That's his name. And uh, he started a great company in San Jose, California in 1919. And a family-based company, and as it's grown, we've stuck with the values of the family. It's been a very family-focused uh, in uh, 1992, we started the buyout from the Rosenden family, and we're 100% ESOP now. Starting in 2000, the ESOP was bought out. And we just stuck with what we did, uh, take care of the families, grow people, and grow the business. What would you say are some of the things, though, that, I mean, because to, to beat the size, in fact, please steal the thunder. What are your sales? Uh, we've been uh, pretty, pretty steady at $2 billion a year, approximately six to 7,000 employees across the country. Like, well, how do you manage that? Oh, boy, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, again, it's back to the people and trusting them and empowering them. And uh, we've built the culture based on our core values, and we care, we listen, we share. And it's been, a, it's been we're very fortunate, but we've got some of the most talented uh, engineers, the talented electricians, and we just keep building on that. I don't think out of all the people I've interviewed that a company's been around for 100 years and $2 billion in sales. I mean, that's just, what, what the odds of that is 99.999% can't make it that far. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge every day. You, you can't take it for granted and you can't think you've got it. Uh, you, you've, with uh, the amount of people that we have in the field working with the tool belt on right now, it's extremely risky. But again, it's, uh, you stick to, to, the, to the plan and you stick to the people and uh, provide them everything they need. So, I mean, you've got a very big responsibility. You're managing, you know, as you mentioned, so many employees, so much in sales and stuff. Talk to us, uh, educate our audience in that, some of the secrets that you use to really motivate the staff and to keep this company continue growing so it'll make 101 years and so on. Well, you know, for, for the management staff, the ESOP is a tremendous motivator. We own the company. Our stocks are doing very, very well. You can see it. 
every year you know that everybody helped pull the weight to get us there. So ESOPs are a very, very good way to motivate the, the salaried staff. But our field staff is, a, is a, a unionized across the country, and sometimes they can be a little challenging to motivate. We have found that by listening to them, providing them the best tools, the best information, and putting out some really exciting projects, and keeping them employed. The key is, is, is retention. And with tradesmen and women, you give them a good job, you give them the tools, you give them everything they need. All a tradesman wants to do is go out and build things. Don't overcomplicate it. Put the tools in their hands and let them go. And that's what we've done for the past 100 years. And uh, again, not messing with the recipe, just perfecting it and making it better is what we try to do every day. Well, I pray that we're going to be around for 100 years. That's right, because you're listening to me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Hero Show. Make sure you go to alliances.com. It is the only, only, only place where entrepreneurs align. Go to E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com, because with us we have Mike Greenewalt, the CEO of Rosenden, a $2 billion electrical contracting company. He can be reached at rosendin.com, R-O-S-E-N-D-I-N.com. Mike, tell us about some of these amazing projects, too, that you've been working on. Oh, you know, locally, we've been very fortunate here. We, we came to town in 1995 from San Jose, and it was for Intel. Uh, we've been working on that facility in South Chandler since 1995, and currently, we have approximately 400 electricians working today at that facility. So they've been a great, a great engine for us to, to run off of. Uh, but the rental car facility at Sky Harbor, mm-hmm. we've done a tremendous amount of work in that airport facility, and, and the city of Phoenix has been a tremendous customer for us. Uh, the Sheraton Hotel, the Maricopa County Courts Tower, the Bank of America Building, the Civic Center, the uh, Phoenix Police uh, uh, Crime Lab, the Arizona State Health Lab, it just goes on and on. We've been very, very blessed to uh, have great clients and, and build a, a foundation that that is going to take us uh, here in Arizona for, for the next 100 years. Mike, I can't even build my kids a treehouse. I'm going to have to hire you guys just to come <laughs> build a treehouse. But tell me about your experience of, you know, how did you become the CEO of such a gigantic and such a long, you know, history company? Well, it's 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 a, a strange story because I, I came out of the field. I'm an electrician by trade. I started here in Phoenix, Arizona in 1979. Uh, I devastated my parents by quitting college to go to work in the uh, Palo Verde Nuclear Generating Station because they were making a lot of money. And uh, I was fascinated by the business. I didn't know anything about construction. I was handy. I was, I was a, a techie, automotive tech type guy. But I worked through the apprenticeship, took every chance that I, that I could take. Every time somebody's saying, well, you're just, you're, you're just kind of stuck here, kid, it's, I looked at the next guy and said, how do I get his job? Uh, I think I said yes to everything. Over time, crazy jobs, stuff that you really didn't want to do, and it was a lot of fun. I learned something every day. Uh, just kept growing, kept asking questions and, and looking for the next opportunity, worked my way through project management. Next thing, I found myself in line for a vice president's position and taking on some areas around the country. I've been developing the work on the East Coast in Texas, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm CEO. A lot of hard work, uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of learning along the way, a lot of great mentors that people believed in me. But, you know, 
it's it's about taking chances and and leaving the leaving the easy stuff behind and taking on something you just don't know. Tell me the feeling though now when you're announced as officially the CEO. What's like going through your mind? I mean, you've got again what forty years of experience. You're starting, you know, going looking back at history, probably having some flashbacks, and now here you are. I mean, you're top of the game. Oh, you know, I I'm usually very confident. I had uh, uh, to, it was announced in front of two hundred of our best managers in the company. And I was pacing back and forth and so nervous. I wadded up a piece of paper that had my notes. It looked like I had a ransom note in my hand when I stood up there. But when I looked across the room and, and, and all of my friends that I've worked with for the past 17 years stood up and applauded, I knew that I can do this. And with them, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm over the jitters, and now I'm uh, you know preparing for a board meeting next week. And we'll talk to me next week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell me, we've got a little less than a minute left, but I think it's important to know is, is, you know, you mentioned about your parents and stuff. What kind of advice, though, would you give for other parents that are out there who, you know, have children and they want them to be successful, make their mark? I mean, you know, have an opportunity to be able to grow and grow and be with a solid company and have such a successful career like you have. Hey, what it, kind of secrets? It, it's okay for a young man or woman to say, I don't want to go to college. But post-high school education is very, very important. The apprenticeships that we have in this country and in this state, certified state apprenticeships are, are a tremendous way for people to grow and find out what they want to be in life. I could have stayed with a tool pouch, but it was an opportunity. So uh, it's okay. Uh, your, your, your young man or woman, kid, if they want to go be a, an apprentice electrician or a pipe fitter, embrace it and make sure they go to work in a real live apprenticeship program. Well, Mike, man, you are making an impact. You are helping so many employees. Mike, unbelievable. Mike Greenwald, CEO of Rosenden, $2 billion electrical contracting company. You can reach him at rosenden.com. That's R-O-S-E-N-D-I-N.com. And this has been David Kogan with Alliances. Alliances.